You're listening to the Traffic and Conversion Show. I'm your host, Michelle Fernandez, and today is all about influencer marketing, answering all the burning questions like, how do I reach out? How much is this going to cost me? Will it bring me sales? Today, I'm sharing how to launch an influencer marketing campaign, and it's much easier than you think. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Traffic and Conversion Show, where it's all about helping online entrepreneurs amplify their content, build their influence, and convert their leads into sales to grow a profitable business and a life they absolutely love. Now, let's get this party started. Welcome back to the show. It's Michelle. And if you haven't heard me say this before, my daughter moved to Chicago almost a year ago now. She moved because she got this amazing, fabulous job at a big, big, much bigger than I thought PR firm. Now, when she told me what her role was, I was so intrigued and like almost fangirling a little bit. (laughs) She's in the influencer marketing department. She actually matches brands with influencers. And it's so crazy cool. Now, just to be clear, everything that I'm sharing today is not breaching any private information from her firm. I would never, ever jeopardize her job. What happened is that I got so curious about this whole influencer marketing thing as I'm always learning new strategies. And I myself have bought products from influencers mostly the real housewives. Like I think I bought one of those blow dryer things and makeup lashes that I never even tried, right? Like so many things. So I got curious. I figured out a strategy, not that much information from my daughter, because again, I didn't want to jeopardize her job or for her to be ever feeling like she's sharing any insider secrets. So today we're going to take a deep dive into the step-by-step from start to finish to build this influencer marketing campaign so you can build another powerful marketing strategy, okay? So this is, again, not necessarily counting on Facebook and them rejecting your ad or something like that, right? This is something that we're going to build as kind of like organic, but kind of like not. This is when I'm talking about ways to get scrappy and getting all this stuff done, okay? And what's really cool is that you don't even have to be a super big brand to deploy this marketing strategy, okay? So it's like any other marketing strategy. You're going to set your goal and you set your budget. You're going to research. You're going to reach out to the influencers. You're going to negotiate some terms and put a plan into action. And then, of course, track. Track, diagnose, and see how the campaign performs, okay? So let's dive into each one of these steps. The first one is you're going to set your goal, right? So why do you want to work with an influencer? Is it because you want to build brand awareness? Is it to strengthen your social engagement? Is it to build your list? Is it more sales? Maybe you're launching a new product, right? And you just want more exposure to it, right? Be specific. So is it the number of engagements, right? You want to in like how many more engagements do you want? Do you want to increase your list by a particular number? How many sales do you want to get? Like number of units or actual revenue dollars, right? Maybe it's an even to get uh, like a two times, four times, whatever return on the investment that you're going to be making in this influencer marketing strategy. So what does that look like for you? Then you want to set your budget. Now, there are a couple ways to determine this. One is to pay the influencer with your product. 
So if you choose to do that, you can figure out the cost per like per influencer, right? So you do this by figuring out, okay, what is the cost of your product? And then what is the cost to ship your product? So let's say to produce your product, it's like $15. And then the cost to ship it is $5, right? So then you would know, okay, I'm going to set aside $20 per influencer. So if you're like, okay, I I need 10 influencers, I want to work with 10, then your budget would be 200. Okay, so that's like an easy way of doing this. So if you have some sort of a digital product or something like that, you would basically do the same thing. Now, remember, you can like for the digital products, you can like maybe offer access to a program or maybe have a coaching call with you, something like that, right? Get curious and figure out what that would look like for you. Now, if you're not going to pay the influencer with your product or service, come up with a budget as if you were running paid advertising, okay? Um, like a paid advertising campaign on Facebook. Now, in a minute, I'm gonna give you some ideas of how to compensate the influencers, okay? So just a reminder that with any marketing campaign, your focus should be on the return on an investment. We talk about this all the time. So even if when we're talking about Facebook ads or any other marketing strategy where you're really focusing on the cost per lead, yes, we're always trying to get that down, right? However, even if the cost per lead is higher and you're getting paid in full buyers, like you would pay that higher cost per lead all day long, right? So because we're looking at that return on investment. So this has to be thought of in the same way. Now, finding the right influencer, like how do we do that? First, you need to decide if you want to work with what level of influencer, a micro, a midsize, or a large influencer, okay? And if you're like, OMG, Michelle, (laughs) I wouldn't even know what that means. Like, where do we start? Whatever. You know that I got you, okay? So let's break it down. Micro influencers have less than 10,000 followers. They are genuine and they have dedicated followers, okay? The downsize is that since they don't do this often, mean being this influencer marketing, right? Maybe they're not approached as much or they've never done it before. They may lack the time or the experience of doing this kind of work. If that really is a downside, right? Okay, so now mid-size influencers have between 10 and 100,000 followers and you'll most likely get great results from your campaign because they're, they'll be looking most likely for a financial compensation as that's how a lot of them actually earn their living. Like this is their job, okay? Then you have top influencers. These are like the real housewives, right? They have between 100,000 uh, and like a million or more. And they have such influence over their audience. It's almost like, you know, like Oprah's like, read this book and everybody runs out and buys the book, right? It's like that kind of influence, Now, this will obviously give you a huge return on your investment if their content and their audience is actually aligned with your products or services, right? So just taking like the, the Oprah example, maybe I don't read for whatever reason, right? So if she's being influencer and she's pushing out books, maybe I wouldn't do it, right? Or she's pushing out books, but then my product is, I don't know, lipstick, then maybe that wouldn't jive, okay? So I just want you to kind of keep that in mind. So don't get like focused on, oh my God, this is like a huge influencer and I'm gonna nail it and I'm gonna you know be rolling in dough. We have to be strategic about this just like we're with anything else, okay? 
So no matter what you choose, you need to make sure that they are the right fit for you and your audience and that it's aligned with your product services and your current target audience, okay? So how do you make sure that they are the right fit? So you can actually ask for screenshots of their analytics and look at the demographics of their audience. So for example, if you can only sell your service or whatever products to people living in the United States, for example, and then you look at their analytics and the majority of their audiences is in the UK, then they just wouldn't be a right fit. Make sense? So no matter how big they are and all this great stuff, it's not a fit, okay? So we need to also take our emotional our emotions out, go in for the data, okay? Because like, for example, I would love to look, work with one of the Real Housewives. However, yes, their audience could be my audience, but we don't sell the same thing. Like we're not talking about the same thing. You see, like I would be all excited and fangirling. Yes, I would love to do that but it's just not in my best interest. Make sense? Okay, don't be shy about asking for this information because they get asked for it all the time, right? If this is how they're making their living, they know they know how it goes, okay? So now, how do you find the influencers? All you need to do is go on Instagram, right? You could search for hashtags and you can see like, um, you wanna search through like the top section when you go in search. Um, this is a great place to start. However, it is limiting, right? Because we're only looking for hashtags or it's very time consuming because as you're looking for stuff, it's like, oh, I can't find, can't find, or these people keep coming up the top and it's the same people, right? So I wanna share two tools with you um, that you can do this. Dovetail is a tool that will help you find both Instagrammers and YouTubers, Okay. Now, this platform will allow you to search keywords, locations, niches, and audiences. And you can even send influencers messages straight from Dovetail. So I think that's pretty cool, right? So you can have it like all in one. Now, if you want to find TikTok influencers, because as of this recording, I don't think that Dovetail, you can search TikTok. It's just Instagram, YouTube. Doesn't mean it's not to come. But if right now you're looking to find TikTok influencers, you can use a tool called Hype Trace. Okay. All right. Now, number four, how do you validate your influencers? Right. Can you create um, the type of content that you're looking for? So I shouldn't say, are you? Can the influencer, are they creating the content you're looking for? So go in and check out what kind of content that they're posting already. So, what do I mean by this? So if you're looking for someone to do a review of a product, um, like I just went to this spa and I got blah, 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 or, oh, I've been trying out this mascara and it's lengthens and blah, 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 right? So what does that look like for you? And are they already creating some of that content? Or is it just pictures or them holding it or doing a demo? Like all those kinds of things is what you want to be looking at, okay? Then the next step is reaching out. This is where you step up as the CEO that you are, meaning you are not going to allow fear to get all up in your head. You are not going to be fangirling, right? You are not going to allow that inner mean girl to say, oh my gosh, they have so many followers. They must get hundreds of DMs. I'll get lost in there. Or, you know, I'm going to reach out and they're never going to respond to me because I'm just a small fish in a big pond, right? Trust me, you got this. Remember to be friendly, clear on what you're asking for, and be firm. 
right? Because you have something, if you have any doubt or shyness in what you're wanting them to push, how do you expect them to follow through with your vision or to be sold, if you will, and to um, to speak your brand out to other people? If you're not like so excited about it or, you know, have that uh, vision, that belief and everything in your product, you can't expense somebody else to, okay? All right. So here's some inspiration of how to approach the influencer. You can easily say like, hey there, my name is Michelle. I'm the marketing manager, social media manager, whatever your role is for XYZ company. I came across your Instagram profile after seeing your review of blah, 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 right? Whatever you're selling. And I really love how in-depth you described blah, blah, blah. Okay, so after watching, I wanted to reach out to you to see if you'd be interested in trying our new collection. If you're accepting collaborations, I would love to send you the full line for you to review in a dedicated video. Feel free to check us out at www.yourdomain.com. And if you're open to collaborating, I'd be happy to share more details, okay? So if you notice, and what I just went through, it's like I'm really telling them what kind of content I want them to create, right? Where I, where I complimented them on what kind of content they did. I loved your review of whatever. So you want to like be clear and, and make sure you use your messaging accordingly. And you'll, you'll see if you go back and rewind this, you'll see how all of that is broken down, right? It's like I paid them a compliment, saw that what you're, what you're, um, what you're doing, what you created, I thought was great, right? And then, of course, I want you to collaborate. So keep in mind that you want to keep this email very short and focused, and you want it to be focused on the influencer and their work, definitely less about you. And another pro tip is that if you choose to reach out on the DMs, um, you could be more casual than if you sent an email. Um, and then use a voice note. It's way more personal and a great way to stand out, okay? So now they're interested in you and they want to, you know, collaborate with you. It's time to negotiate on the terms, okay? So part of the terms is really deciding how you'll create, how your the influencer will be creating content, okay? So this could happen in an email exchange or a contract, okay? So if you're just starting out and you're like, I don't even know where to begin with the contract, right? As long as you have this paper trail, you should be covered, all right? But I would definitely be looking into something moving forward in an actual contract, okay? So what kind of content do you want them to create? Is it a YouTube video, right? Is it is it an um, Instagram story? Is it a feed post, blog post, right? And then even dialing deeper, what um, what benefits or features are to be highlighted, okay? So you basically want it as clear as possible as what the, what needs to be fulfilled, both in how many times they're posting, what kinds of posts, what kind of content that they're going to be talking about, okay? Give them some creative freedom because you chose them because they're good at what they're doing, right? So if you micromanage or you give this whole script, it's not gonna come out as genuine as if they were doing it on their own, okay? So then the results might be skewed. Um, Then you wanna discuss timeline, right? So Firstly, do you want to see a first draft of whatever they're creating? You know, I would highly suggest that just to make sure it's aligned with what you're doing. You don't want to just give them free for all. And then what if it's not even your product? What if they accidentally review another product, right? Um, so I would be looking at that. 
definitely, definitely, definitely have a date of when this is going live. So that way it keeps everybody on track with their timeline and then they know what is what, okay? Then come to an agreement as to how they are going to mention you. So again, this is all still in the content, whether it's on the video, um, maybe your name comes up on the screen, maybe in the, the description of the post, they tag you, maybe there's a link somewhere, right? They should have a very clear call to action in everything that they do, okay? Then you also want to agree on the compensation. So if you're actually going to pay, depending on the type of influencer, you can say, hey, what are your rates? Or can you send me your rate card, right? Now, if you don't have a budget, remember, we're talking about the exchange of value. So you can do it either way. Now, keep in mind, one thing I always say this to keep in mind, because I think a lot of us, we're looking at what we have in our budget now, and we might want to cut short somebody else that we're going to pay, right? That could, when, the first thing that I notice that everybody does is cut back their marketing budget um, because they think that's going to save them money. But actually, your marketing is a revenue generator. So by you cutting that off is cutting off your revenue, Okay. So keep in mind, if the roles were reversed and someone approached you to be an influencer, would you be happy with how you are approaching um, or negotiating for this compensation, okay? So again, give them a product um, that that they can use, right? Maybe even exchange for a professional opportunity, right? What does that look like for you? Maybe depending on the influencer they are, Maybe they come and speak on your stage, right? What does that look like to you? Maybe they come into your world and to your community and they offer whatever they're selling, right? You can also do um, ad spend. Meaning, let's say they send you the content that they're promoting and then you actually put money behind it and run a Facebook ad to it, right? So what happens? Now, this influencer, you're putting their ad or their post out to, who knows, millions of people to see, right? Gives you an opportunity to get sales because now you have this influencer endorsing it and they get exposure because now they're getting exposure to a larger audience that they may not have. So it's really a win-win for both. So that could also be something that you approach them with as the compensation, okay? And just something to keep in mind. Now, the last thing is to stay organized and track your results to make sure that this thing is working for you. So how do you do that? You need to make sure that they have unique links or actually use UTM codes to see where the sales are going in from. If you don't know what UTM codes, I know I did an episode before on UTM codes, but basically it is, it's a little snippet that comes after the domain that's very specific about what campaign, what content, what links they came from. Um, and then you're able to track, hey, we got, you know, so many sales from Mary Jo, or we got so many sales from Facebook, or we got so many sales from our YouTube, right? So UTM codes you should be using across the board, not even counting influencers. Okay. So that's one way. Or you can also provide them with a special discount code and then track that way, right? Based on the codes or whatever. And then you can tell whether you have reached the goal that you set in step one. 
Then, of course, you determine whether you want to work with them again and keep that relationship going or not. Now, just like every other marketing strategy, you want to test, 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 test. So what would you test here? Test different influencers, test different type of content, even with the same influencer. And we just want to test, like, remember we talked about, like, maybe you only did stories before. Well, maybe now you do YouTube shorts, right? Or maybe you didn't have the product name on the screen. So maybe now you're putting that on the screen. Maybe you didn't have the link in the back. There's so many different ways that you can test. I think you get the point. All right. I appreciate you so much for being here with me today. If you tried this, which I'm hoping that you do, send me a DM and let me know how it goes, okay? Cheers to getting started with influencer marketing. Until next time, let's grow your business together. There's never been a more crowded market in the online world. And every day you are constantly fighting the masses for attention of your ideal client. And we all know that in order to have a successful business is by keeping a steady flow of new leads and sales. And in order to get that, you need a steady flow of new followers to be able to build new relationships and make connections. Getting a steady flow of new followers in such a crowded market is easier than you think. I've created a simple strategy that will help you cut through the noise and connect with your ideal clients quickly and effectively so they will want to work with you. It's all about connecting and converting new leads in 45 seconds and turning those eternal scrollers into paying clients in just 45 seconds. Whether you're still growing organically or ready to pour some money into paid advertising, this simple strategy will bring in new leads who are warmed up and ready to hand over their cash. If you're tired of wasting time and money on trying to stand out, then you're going to want to grab my guide at themichellefernandez.com forward slash four five to help you stand out from the crowd so you can scale with ease.